welcome to Center for Victory's podcast of your best day yet. Here at Center for Victory, we're here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. I am the Chief uh, Victory Officer here at Center for Victory, Eric Guy, backed by popular demand. Finally, 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 after uh, she got into her, her new role after college, is our wonderful Chief Joy Officer, who I just got the the joy of spending this morning with and hanging out a little bit. Um, she's a lot closer now, but um, very busy. But brought her back in the the studio uh, <laughs> to to really ask her some questions because a lot of people uh, often ask us, you know, kind of some of the things that we do in in our home and. You know, I know you get a lot of questions. I get a lot of questions. Your brother gets a lots and lots of questions. Your brother gets a lot of questions about, you know, how we roll and kind of what we do. And I thought we'd take some time because, um, so what, I don't know if you all know this about Faith, but she graduated high school when she was 16, um, got out early, went to college, uh, was able to graduate college at the age of 20, which was just this May. Yeah. Yeah which was very exciting and nerve wracking at the same time because she's a teacher. And that's about the time that folks start interviewing for teaching positions. And you're very fortunate to have a lot of interviews. Some had, you already had to to say no to because you, you got one. And the great thing for us and folks that are listening and watching is that she is super duper close. Yay. So she ha- doesn't have to go away. But I wanted to talk about something because I think a lot of people just attribute a lot of things to luck. And mm-hmm. there was definitely no luck in, in your situation. Uh, you know, I think if you would have added my grade point average, if you did times it by two, it would have equaled yours, maybe. Okay. But you did a lot of hard work, as did your brother. But, you know, uh, since we have you here today and not him, I'm going to ask you a couple questions that might help some folks. Um that are that are tuning in and really listening and watching so we're gonna call this was it magic Ooh. was it i don't have a magic wand your mother doesn't have a magic wand although sometimes i wonder because i think she, she gets might. me to do things i don't know how she does it. okay but the the whole magic idea it's not luck um you got a great job um, tell us what you're doing now. So you're real close here. Oh, so I am the sixth grade learning support teacher at Dutch Ridge Elementary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is super awesome. I have been taking on an interesting year just because it's so new, but I mean, it's been really great. It's been a lot of learning curves. It's been great to know new people and connect with new people. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm up to job wise. So I live close by. When I'm not at my job, I'm normally around. Oh, you did that too. We forgot to mention that. You did buy a house. Yeah. Um, Crazy. Which was fantastic and only four miles away, uh, (laughs) which is fantastic for for us. We love that you're close by and that gives you a little bit of space. uh, But But not too much. Not too much. Yeah. Not too much. I could still get over there real quick. But um, yeah, you've you've done a lot in my that whole progression for you, like, and I actually, I'm trying to remember right now. And it's like, when was it that you decided that you were going to graduate high school early? 
this is going to sound terrible because it's my impulsiveness will show, but I was watching, well, I talked about it with mom because she's like, oh, hey, like you only need 0.5 credits to graduate early extra, not just 0.5, but I need half a credit extra to graduate early. And I was like, I don't know, maybe. And this was about a week before school started. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was watching a YouTube video and I saw an ad for a college under the video. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just go. And that was my decision-making. It wasn't even like it was rational, but there was just a part of me that was like, yeah, this is my calling. This is my sign. I need to just do it. And I didn't really think about like, oh, I actually have to apply to colleges and do the actual thing. I mean, I applied to two, went to two. So, you know, it wasn't really thought out, but it was certainly good that I did because when I, now that I'm in the job, force or whatever the field i'm like glad i didn't wait another year okay that's what i was gonna ask too. yeah do you think it was you know because i've you know i've been accused of going at things pretty full tilt sometimes <laughs> I wonder where i get it from um you regret that or no no i think at first i did because i, I was like oh man i'm really not emotionally ready for college and i like the college that i picked first was four hours away and I don't like being away from you guys. So it's not cool at all. And it was just like, I felt like I grew up in that environment of a college. So I needed to push myself. It was a Christian college and I pushed myself to not be there and to just test what I believe in a real way. And it was a rude awakening. So my first year was pretty hard, but after that, I mean, it was a lot of learning, a lot of growing, but it, I don't regret anything about going early at least i think the only thing that i regret is letting you go so far away but i think probably anybody would say that but sorry i was boomerang yeah (laughs) i mean i because i can remember i think you were two weeks in and because i remember eating at the what was it the olive garden or something we went to some italian restaurant out there I remember going to Wendy's. Yeah, we, we, yeah. Maybe it was all Garden. Yeah, it was because I remember I'm like, oh man, like I just made an excuse to go out there and yeah, I, I went out for like a just somewhere close by for like an hour meeting, uh, you know, just to see you. But I mean, there there were things that you did, and and this is the whole thing that we want to talk about the today. Magic. Yeah, like what do you what can you really attribute? your success to like what steps do you take hmm. did you learn and I know that's kind of a wide open question but what, are there like you know what would you tell somebody like there are other people out there there are other people there are other and you know there are other young people out there in high school um, that might want to do that there are other people out there in college that I know can do that because I talk to them every day Right. right. Um, and and I, you know, what what do you think really are the things that not to make it luck? Like this is like if you do this, 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 and it's just a few things. It doesn't have to be an all inclusive list, but right. What do people really need? Like I want I want somebody to to listen to this and go, yeah, I'm going to do that. That was the push that they needed, not just like college right. ad. Yeah, okay, you know, <laughs> like they weren't watching YouTube, and I literally was eating mac and cheese, you know, in my height of the height of luxury in my room, and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. And I I think too, it helps 
and I'll get into this in a second, but it helped that like Josiah was so driven. So I don't know, whatever he's having. Like it was just being around people that that didn't seem weird to was definitely, you know, the ad was kind of the icing on the cake, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe the cherry on top because it was that small of a, yeah. you know, thing. But I, I look back at college and I look back at, obviously I made some mistakes along the way. I've learned a lot about myself, about other people. It took a lot to come out of my shell, not in a way that was like socially, but just, I think everybody can improve on the empathy and understanding they give other people. And it wasn't until I started really getting in the field of teaching that I started to realize, oh, hey, maybe not everything's about you. And that it was like, as terrible as it sounds, we're naturally very selfish people. Mm-hmm. So to have that finally come to light and be like, okay, you have a bigger calling than just showing up, not being intentional and leaving. These are people who actually depend on you, like little people who you're shaping to be successful people, hopefully, right. you know, in the future. So I think what started my idea of this magic, this success that I have now is just my morals, where I came from. You guys set the foundation. So it does. More come... so your mother. <laughs> well, depends on <laughs> Don't tell her that. Well, she's going to hear this. Sorry. Sorry, mom. <laughs> but no, it, it depends on like the situation. I Mom is the brake pedal. And I knew that I needed a brake pedal because, you know, as we heard a second ago, my decision-making is fast and not always rational. And she was, she is still the rational one. And you were the one that was like, oh, you're made for so much more than just being like, not lazy, but just content, kind of complacent with where you are. And I always feel like I'm not doing enough. So that pushes me to do more, but in a reasonable way, I did learn how to say no in college because eventually when you've taken like 21 credits, yeah. maybe this is not the best choice to do something else on top of this and on top of that and lead this and lead that. It just, it just gets, I get so excited to work with people. Yeah. And I think too, the magic comes from knowing who you are. Mm-hmm. Like I went into college and I had no clue that I had so much to learn. Like I thought I knew who I was, but mm-hmm. you start to be around people who don't know who they are. And you're like, Oh, maybe I had it figured out a long time ago. Maybe I didn't. Here are things I need to improve on. Here are things like. So the self-awareness piece, yeah. Absolutely. And I think that, again, that comes, it always comes back to my morals that were placed by or encouraged by you and mom and Josiah, even Josiah, because I Mm -hmm. obviously look up to him so much. And seeing Josiah be successful in school, I was like, oh, yeah, I want whatever he's having. It's, you know, the piece of the pie. I'm like, man, I watch people who can do it. Why can't that be me? Yeah. So one of the things before I forget. Yeah. I don't mean to cut you off, That's but fine. one of the things is I want you to think about your little kiddos watching this. Um, one of the things that I want you to talk about um, that you that you did very well all through school was you you never hung on excuses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we uh, so guys, if you don't know, uh, Faith uh, has dyslexia. And she never wanted to use that as an excuse. And and I think it's great, especially for what you're doing now. Uh, and I know that's difficult. I mean, you just heard me, uh, what, about a half an hour ago, mixing <laughs> up my D's and B's. So, yeah. you know, I know that's difficult. I think you had, it was more difficult for you than, than it was me, but you did not use that as an excuse. 
And yeah. I, I think that's some magic, right? Well, like, I think I think about like the umbrella term of being like dyslexic. And I think as a teacher, we throw it around a lot for students who just learn differently. And I'm not going to get on that. So that's like a whole nother podcast. Right. That's yeah. At least like a two episode one. But I think for me, there was never a reason to think I was dyslexic. There was a reason to think that I'm great. There's a reason to think that there, nobody around me was saying, Oh, Hey, you're dyslexic. You can't do that. Right. And there was no thought in my mind that was, Oh, I'm dyslexic. I can't do this. It was, Oh, I'm dyslexic. That means I have to do this. That means I have to work harder and do this. The motivation I had was just, Oh, well, I want to prove people wrong, which not that that's a great thing, but I, from an early age, it was, well, I have to do this because the world is telling me that I can't and I need to prove to myself that I can. Mm -hmm. So, and I look at my students and I look at them who are very similar to me in a lot of ways, like who allowed that to be okay to say like, Oh, you know what? You'll maybe get lucky someday and you'll be successful and you'll do what you want to do, but you shouldn't even really set the bar that high. Right. Which is just terrible because you should set the bar that high. You should higher than high. It should be in the sky wherever it needs to be. And I tell them that and I encourage them with that, but they're at an age, I mean, sixth grade, they're at an age where they're like, I don't know, maybe I can't do what I thought I could do. And it's like, no, there are too many adults who are normalizing the fact that they are complacent. That doesn't mean our kids have to be complacent. It means that they need to be world changers the way that they were born and made to be. And that's my, a little soapbox, I guess, but I don't know. I think back to being in school and I think I'm awfully motivated by you know the grades at first but it's really just like being able to say oh I did that yeah I'm done with that I'm talking to people who did things like that it was always the people around me that told me I was more than what sometimes I thought I was so that that's a little tip there on both sides so any adult in a kid's life to to be able to speak truth into their life and and Build them. Speak goals too. Yeah. Like think bigger than what you even thought. Yeah, absolutely. And then for anybody that's young in age, you know, it, you you just weren't gifted with all this intelligence, right? You had to work on it and work on it and work on it. And you got, you know, you're already very good mm-hmm. at your talent. Um, so that those those are a couple of good things. Anything else that you would say? Hey, look, you know, make sure you do this. So definitely the self awareness. Yeah. You know, no excuses. Um, kind of thing. And knowing who you are. Knowing, you yeah. So, we, you know, we have those things. Anything else? I think uh, talking with you about it too, just don't be inactive because you're obviously like you do have these gifts and this mm-hmm. book and connecting it to you do have these gifts. You were given them for a reason. Of course, you're going to have to work on it, but first you have to start. Like you mm-hmm. just have to start by doing something. And I think a lot of times that's the worst part. Like if you're going to work out, right. And you're thinking, Oh, well maybe tomorrow, maybe I'll start eating better tomorrow. Maybe I'll start doing this tomorrow. And it's always like, you're putting it off, you're pushing it off. And it's, you just have to start by doing something. It's anything at all. So I think I get bored when I'm not doing something and that's just naturally who I am or maybe how I've been hardwired growing up. But you know, you just, you can't just hope on a star that it'll happen. You have to, you know, be the star. I don't know. Go after it. Yep. Do something. Okay. Yeah, that's so. good. I mean, those are three good things. I mean, obviously, folks, not an all-inclusive list. 
hope, oh, yeah. you know, hope this would inspire somebody. It's not magic. It wasn't luck. No, it was hard. I mean, and I think Lots it's, of hard work. it's easy to gloss over like, oh, I'm here now. Yeah. Oh, it happened. But it wasn't like that. It was, okay, here's this, here's that, here's that. How can I go through this? How can I go through this? It's like you're constantly problem solving. Mm -hmm. But you can't be discouraged when the problem takes a longer time than you thought it would or the solution's not exactly the way you thought it was going to be. So, yeah. And then finally, you know, no excuses and don't, don't rest on your laurels. Make something happen. Yeah. You know, move in a direction, um, even if you don't know what direction. You <laughs> right, you know, right. Do something. You know, go ahead and make sure you, you know, I hear a lot of great leaders always say, you know, fail quick, right? Fall down, pick yourself back up. And we say you, fail up. Fail up. Mm -hmm. Good. All right. So you think if if your kiddos saw this, they would get inspired by this? I think. I hope so. All right. I think I think they will too. So we'll have yeah. to wait to see some of their comments. But uh, hopefully, if you're a parent, if you're somebody that's a little bit younger in age, hopefully that inspires you. If you want more information, you know, check us out centerforvictory.com. Um, you know, make sure you subscribe to our channel. And just remember, you know, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, make this your best day yet. We'll see you soon.